Greetings, and welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. I'm Phyllis Hollis, your host. As an extension of my Instagram page, Cerebral Women, this podcast offers insights into the visual art world. I interview artists, mainly artists of color and female artists, who will freely articulate what inspires their creativity. In addition, you'll hear interesting perspectives from dedicated art professionals who work with artists and the art institutions that feature them. I'm confident that collectively, these individuals will indeed stimulate your mind as they do our eyes. Please know these interviews are conducted in my Manhattan apartment, so please forgive the background sounds of city life. Welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. In this episode, the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast features contemporary artist Ron Hicks. His works have been described as a blend of multiple disciplines ranging from impressionistic and representational to non-objective and abstract and everything in between. Many might struggle with exactly how to categorize him stylistically. He jokingly says, Even though my work is figurative in nature, I like to think of myself as an abstract artist with representational tendencies. At a glance, you might say these disciplines have nothing to do with one another, but the more I paint, the more commonalities I find. He believes this idea, coupled with his intrinsically inspired brushwork, contributes to his ultimate goal, painting his truth. In the late 90s, after working for ad agencies, magazines, and a freelance illustrator, Ron gravitated to his true passion, painting, figurative painting in particular. He believes you can always tell a lot about a person by paying attention to their gesture or expression. Ron's exploration into abstract dialogue, his eye for beauty, and his natural talent has been the driving force behind many of his paintings. It gives me pleasure to welcome Ron Hicks to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. Ron, it's so great to have you. Welcome to my Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I appreciate uh, you reaching out uh, and I'm, I'm happy to be here. Great, great, great. Yeah, I tell you, I love social media. If it weren't for Instagram, I would have never have seen your beautiful paintings. And based on the variety of people that you paint, I thought that our conversation could talk about you as a painter painting everybody, not just a selective group. So uh, let's get started. I want to hear about you earlier in your career, um, earlier in your life. When did you discover your artistic passion? Oh, gosh. Um, it started like very, very, very early in life. Um, my um, my mother was uh, an artist and uh, she didn't you know, take it quite to the level um, of what I'm doing right now. But she uh, started out with these books that I used to always kind of look through. They were these they were black and yellow. I remember that. And I was probably about four years old and uh, she took this correspondence course. And the course was, I don't know if you ever peered into the back of Time Life magazine back in the day. It was like, if you could draw Tippy the Turtle, you too could be a famous artist. It was that <laughs> correspondence course. 
So early in my, uh, I'll say my career, if you could call it that at the time, um, I, I spent a lot of time just perusing through some of the things that she would uh, um, have, you know, and, and some of it would be, and back then, of course, it was all done by mail. So, you know, she'd send out, you know, work in these envelopes and then they'd come back marked up with these tissues on it. And, you know, and I would kind of look at that and draw some of the things that I saw. So that was like my first influence or, you know, introduction to the arts. Lovely. And can you recall if there were any artists early on that impressed you? You know, no, at that time, um, see, when I was younger, art was more of a, um, a thing that I just did. And it wasn't until later, you know, down the line, when I started getting, you know, you know, into it a little bit deeper that I got, I was, I was introduced to some of the artists, but, you know, at that time it was just me expressing uh, in the only way that I knew how, and which was just what I saw, I would draw or I would just place things down. So there was really no artist or anything at that point that I, um, I knew of or, or looked to. What, what passion do you find in creating art? Um, for me, um, art, uh, it has always been like a, a, a place of refuge for me. So the, the passion is it's, it's a, a place of, you know, that I can go to and, uh, and you, it's this, this, this whole like world. Uh, and that started out, you know, when I was, as I mentioned just a few seconds ago, uh, when I was younger and, you know, to even this day, you know, when I, I, I closed the, uh, the studio doors, um, then, I'm inside and, and and creating, and it's just a place that I can just I, I can leave and just and just be. It, it it's kind of weird uh, because the uh, you know I could be in the studio for hours and I, I can have no reference to time or, or or space or anything. It's just creation, and then like hours can go by, and then all of a sudden I come out, and it's like wow. <laughs> what just happened there it's dark so, out <laughs> yeah exactly you know so so it's always been that 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 place that i could go to to you know to create so the passion lies in that how would you define your practice you paint people and you paint the black people and white people and men and women um, share with us that experience well i've always um had the ability to, to draw people. Uh, and I don't think that'll ever be something that I completely let go of as I, as, as I continue, but my, 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 and because I have this, this figurative thing going on, I, I always create with that in, in mind. So the way that I work is it's, you know, I would say that I, because I like doing, you know, people, people doing things of that nature, especially early in my career, that's what really motivated me to, uh, um, um, to paint any and, and everybody as I would, as they would come and go, you know, it was, it was, it was just, you know, what I did. And, you know, based on, you know, where I went to school and things of that nature, I was exposed to like, you know, people of, you know, all, you know, races, colors, what you, you could, you, you can imagine. So, um, you know, in, in my training, we just painted pretty much everyone. Now, the process, uh, uh, you know, it's changed over the years, of course. And, and I guess we can get into this as I continue to, to talk about it. Uh, because at first, I, I, my practice was, 
you know, you know, as, as an artist, you know, if you can, you know, paint or draw something and make it look exactly the way it, 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 it is, then, you know, that's art. And that's really where it started. And, uh, and that's where the people came in. What type of reaction have you encountered when you paint someone who's not black? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that's, uh, it's interesting. I, I've, I've, um, I've, I've gotten reactions from, you know, my pretty much all sides, I would say. Um, I've had, um, you know, in some cases where people would say, Hey, why are you, why are you painting, you know, white people? <laughs> and, you know, and at the time I, you know, I was like, well, I, uh, you know, to me, you know, people are people. Um, and, 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 I, uh, it was it was difficult to have a you know an answer for that, but you know I paint people because people are people. <laughs> from you know, and I from the the other side, I you know I'd have people say, "Oh, you should paint more black people." And the funny thing in, in all of that is over the years, because I've had the question you know pop up, uh, you know I've I've <laughs> always asked these questions. I you know like if if I'm talking to someone who like happens to be white and he's like, well, I, I would love to see you paint more black people. <laughs> and I would say, well, if I did, would you buy them? <laughs> you know? Right. So you put in you know in your house, and and uh, the 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 good thing is you know uh, they have. And then I posed the same question to you know uh, some of my. Um, my my black friends and and uh, and, and others, and uh, they said, you know, I get to my shows and I say, hey, you know, would you, you know, I would love to see more of my people in, in the show. And I said, well, if I did, would you buy them? You know, so you, you kind of get it from like both sides. So I've come to the conclusion that I should just paint whatever I feel that I should be painting, and then um, let the chips fall where they may. Yes, I think that's a smart approach. And your your art is, um, it's beautiful, all of them. So it's good that you're following your your passion. On the topic of Black art, how would you define Black art? And that's another <laughs> a heavy subject. And, and I've had, you know, some conversations, you know, with many of like my artist friends and, and things of that nature over, over the years, because um, I, I started to look at it uh, like if you look at it, you know, art or, you know, uh, I'll call it this profession, even though I think that it chose me um, uh, to begin with. But, you know, this is one of the uh, few professions where, you know, uh, well, I, I won't say few because I'm sure there's other cases out there. But when someone, you know, first it meets me or something like that. And this used to happen, especially when, uh, you know, I was a younger artist, you know, if I was a black artist, they go, Oh, you're a black artist. You paint black art. And at first I was, you know, kind of like, okay, well, you know, I really wanted to understand, well, w w what does that mean? And, you know, most people could look at that and say, well, you could define it like this. Um, um, if you're painting your, you know, your heritage or your, you know, something, your experiences, uh, or your culture, that sort of thing, you know, that was like, uh, you know, you're painting, you know, the idea of black art. But what started to puzzle me was, okay, well, I, I started to come across a lot of artists of, you know, other colors, you know, and, and white in particular, and they were painting things that were, uh, or might be considered to be black art if you, you know, took it from, you know, the surface and looked at it. As a matter of fact, I even, you know, did my own experiment. And I was asking people, well, is 
would you consider this to be black art? And they would look at a, a painting that, you know, uh, that had an African-American theme and they would uh, <laughs> go, well, yeah, that's black art. And then I said, well, what if I told you this was painted by someone that was white? And then what does that mean to you? So I'm not sure if I have any answers, but, um, you know, getting back to the, the profession side, you know, if, if you were like a, uh, you know, uh, a, a black engineer or a white engineer, that would be just like saying, well, hey, you know what, you can only work on these kind of projects because you are black. <laughs> you know, you have to do black engineer stuff. Or if you're white, you have to do white engineer stuff. <laughs> We have this, you know, on the art side, this this box, I would say, that, you know, forces you to be, you know, in one side or other. And I don't necessarily say that you shouldn't, you know, define yourself. But, you know, for me, and I can only speak for myself, I sort of look at myself as an artist and whatever I decide to paint becomes what I, you know, what I paint. Now, does that make everything that comes out of, uh, you know, off of my brush, let's say, let's say I, I am painting someone that's, you know, white, you know, if as a black artist, does that make that black art because it comes from a black artist? Right, right. Who knows? Well, there's that distinction between black art versus black artist. Mm -hmm. They don't fall in the same category. Exactly. Then you have, you know, people of color that I think that have just been lumped, you know, because they're, you know, they're African artists, uh, uh, you know, that are very different than, you know, if you want to, you know, say black art, you know, uh, black artists, and, you know, and they have a different um, maybe way of expressing and a reason for expressing in a certain way. And some of it um, I can't, you know, speak to because, you know, that hasn't been like my life experiences, so to speak. But what I can do is speak to, you know, what I've experienced. And I, I, I do have a lot of, um, you know, experiences, especially from the black side. Well, well, given what people may possibly think, do you take that into consideration when you create a work? Do you do you think about your audience? No, I I, I don't. It's, it's whatever comes across me, and, and it gets to this, uh, this the inspiration for. And you mentioned passion. Um, I, I've started to come to the conclusion, especially as I, I move along in, in, in my career. Early in my career, you know, as I told you earlier, I thought, you know, if you could draw something and you make it look exactly the way it's supposed to look, then you were an artist. But as I continue to um, uh, to work, uh, I, I've come to the conclusion that it's, it's, it's very different. You know, it, it's more about you know, finding who you are as an artist and that dictates what it is that you should put out. And, and, and everything that I put out, you know, there's a, you know, what you see on the surface and then there's like this subplot. Uh, uh, and, and as I mentioned earlier, I, I am, you know, my art is my refuge and, and especially with this, you know, my latest body of work where you'll see like these uh, textures and, um, uh, these muted tones versus more chromatic tones and, you know, these figures, these abstract passages versus these more representational passages. It's all a part of, you know, my dialogue. Interesting. So share with us what, what your studio's like. My studio. <laughs> well, my studio has two lives. Um, one of it is when I'm in the middle of a show and then the other is the other time. Um, and, at any time, you know, I'm probably working on about, you know, anywhere from two to three, you know, paintings at, at one time. 
um, I've got these, you know, great sky, skylights in the, the top of my ceiling that lets in uh, um, north light. And um, uh, and the reason I have these, you know, uh, several, you know, a couple of canvases, you know, at least moving at the same time is because I like to keep the work, you know, fresh. And over the years, I figured out, you know, when I'm not painting when I should be painting or shouldn't or shouldn't be painting, I should say. Uh, and what I mean by that is sometimes I would, you know, in the past, I would start working on a, you know, a project and just keep working my way through it, you know, uh, you know, come hell or high water, as they say, I'm getting this work done, but not really taking into consideration, you know, wait a minute, what, what am I doing? Why am I applying, you know, what I'm putting down on this canvas? And should I be doing this right now? Um, so I've started to back away from that and um, allow it to be more of an organic process. So I'm, I'm filled with, you know, a bunch of books of, you know, my studio is filled with, you know, books from, you know, uh, some of the old masters that, you know, um, that we know, uh, you know, of, of all colors. And I, I draw some inspiration from just looking over at, just even looking over at, at some of the uh, um, um uh, some of the books, you know, and, 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 and my, my, my taste <laughs> or, or the things that I respond to start from, you know, uh, someone like, uh, uh, de Kooning and it can go all the way to, you know, someone very, uh, you know, representational, like, like a sergeant or, you know, uh, or a Degas or something like that. So there's this, you know, huge array of, of things that I respond to. Yeah, I'd appreciate the work by the uh, the masters, and I think that's why I'm so drawn to yours and why it caught my eye. H- how has COVID impacted your creativity? Um, the COVID, it, it's funny. Um, many might look at uh, uh, well, if, if you're if you're an artist, you probably would maybe re- relate to this more so than if you're not. But it really hasn't changed my practice because. It, being an artist is sort of a, a, a lonely thing to do sometimes. You know, you're, you're isolated in the studio uh, for hours and hours, you know, dealing with yourself. And I think that if you're looking at it from, you know, you know, being locked down or that sort of thing, um, yeah, I, it, it's pretty much the same. As a matter of fact, uh, I was joking around. I had several, I was talking to several artists and we were talking to, you know, some friends and, they, we were just like, okay, I don't understand what the big deal is. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. Right, right. <laughs> and, um, but I will say this, COVID for me has changed and, and affected, you know, s- some of the pieces that I've been working on because I started at the very beginning of, of COVID with several of my paintings, which it's it's a very layered process where I'll, I'll start, you know, introducing um uh, uh, things very abstractly at the very beginning stages, and you know, and and I allow the the cameras, you know, to, st- to start to speak to me and, and tell me, you know, it, it, you know, a what what the content is going to be. So sometimes I don't even really know. I just I just go for it. So so when you hear about things, you know, because sometimes I'll, I'll listen to, you know, uh, the news or maybe some podcasts or things of that nature that, you know, that, you know, that have that, that the subject up. And, and I started to respond in my work a little bit uh, by, you know, doing, you know, 
some writings into into some of the paints and 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 sometimes they were you know covered up with other passages but they're you know just sharing my thoughts of how i felt about the uh you know the virus and the direction that things were going in, in this country so so it slowly kind of seeped into the work um just responding to um um you know how you know well actually how big it's 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 getting in terms of the number of people that are affected by this and and just wondering um you know well at that time i was wondering you know is there going to be a cure for this and uh and more recent times uh oh gosh you know you know what's going to happen with this whole vaccine and things of that nature so so yeah so it it, it, it affects my psyche in the way I, you know i paint and approach some of my paintings do you feel critics understand your work um, I don't know, uh, because my, my work is, especially now, um, and it, it's a scary place for me, uh, because I'm, I'm starting to you know, look at this, not in a way to where I'm painting for the masses, but painting for, you know, my heart, soul, mind, and body. And that includes some of the you know, things that have happened to me in the past, um, I have, um, I've been, you know, um, had, you know, some profilings in the past you know, from police officers. So when I see some of the current events out there, I can directly relate to everything, you know, but for, you know, grace of God, you know, not being one of those statistics. Cause I, I, I literally had, you know, uh, guns drawn and tackled in the street, mm. um, you know, harassed, uh, my car searched for no reason. And, you know, over the years, it's it's taken its um, it's it, it it's told in this sense because I would take that information in, and because there was no outlet, uh, or I would say I, at the time, especially when I was younger, there was like, well, what's the use in, in reporting it? Because I, I tried to you know go down that path, only to find that you know it was just like, well, why would our officers lie? You know that sort of response. So I would just take those things and tuck them into my. Uh, into the back of my you know, mind, heart, and soul, and just not really deal with them. And and some of these things were happening like when I was in art school. It spilled over. Not until I was probably in my mid forties, you know, this actually stopped. Um, but I'd be going to like art shows and could be pulled over right before one of them, you know, harassed, and then come to the art show, and then just you know, uh, like nothing ever happened. And I remember sharing this with one of my directors, and. And she was like, why didn't you ever say anything? And, and, and I was really, you know, the response was like, well, if I did, then what good would that do? Uh, and that's what I really felt at the, at the time. It really didn't, it, it, did, it really didn't matter. You just had to deal with it. But I've, I found that, you know, you know, as I'm working, you know, now at least I can start to express you know, some of those things in my work. So I know I'm getting a little bit away from the question, but, you know, do the critics understand? I don't know if I've, um, you know, because I'm in the middle of really starting to, you know, to deal with some of these things. So I'm not sure what that's going to look like as as I continue to work. So I don't know if I have a, a good answer, but I, I would say yes, but I'm not sure. And it, it's not obvious to me that those memories are in your work. Yes. Or reflected in yes. your work. And the thing about how I process, I'm not an in-your-face kind of person either. And the way that I express is really more in the application. Uh, so, 
you're obese and textural passages. So, you know, because I'm, you know, with myself all the time, I'm constantly thinking, even while I'm working, and I could be working on a, a, a project, and it may not, you know, in context have anything to do with that, but I'm still working these things out on the, uh, you know, you know, in, in my in, in my work. The scary part is, as I continue, how much do I feel comfortable with letting that out? And I think I've developed sort of like this PTSD sort of thing happening with, uh, 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 to where, you know, like, and this is honestly, you know, like when, I, when I'm driving and I see a flashing light, you know, it freaks me out. Um, so I know there's this something that's inside of me that that needs to express a little bit more about this as to what, when, where, and how that comes out. I'm just not sure what that's going to look like when it happens, but I know that it will happen. Yeah. You know, I love talking with you, and because I am a resident of Manhattan, I don't know if you can hear that, but all of a sudden there's some drilling <laughs> taking place. So... <laughs> <laughs> So let me just ask you one more question. Oh, gosh. The question is, what, what do you feel your role is as an artist and overall artists in general? Well, um, I think, you know, our, our role as artists, it, it, it varies from artist to artist. I think, you know, if, if I had to define what I should be doing, I think I should be putting out... Um, work this as honest as, as possible. And, uh, you know, art, it's one of those, like many of the, you know, the other arts, like your, your dance or literature or uh, music, it crosses, you know, denomination, race, culture, uh, you know, it, 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 it's something that speaks without, without you having to um, say anything, you know, it, it exists like that. And so, um, to me, I just think our art, you know, is there to enlighten, document, and pr provoke uh, thought. And, and maybe there's some social responsibility. But again, it just depends on who you are and what your, what your voice is. Not everyone has the same voice or the same, um, you know, megaphone. And so I think you should live true to whatever that means to you. Well, I very much appreciate how art makes me feel, so I appreciate all the work that you all do. And um, I do feel art will save us. Yeah. And on that note, I hate to end this conversation a little early, but um, as I said, they're drilling next door to me, so I have to. But thank you so much, Ron, for your time. Uh, I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much. It, it's, it's a treat. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. For additional content, please visit CerebralWomen.com and be sure to follow Cerebral Women on Instagram.